You are Locked On Fantasy Baseball, your daily fantasy baseball podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, I'm Scott Cullen, and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Baseball Podcast on the Locked On Podcast Network. Today's episode is brought to you by Locker Room. Locker Room is the first social audio platform made for sports fans. The app is free to download, and once you're in, you can talk with fans, athletes, and insiders in real time about your favorite team or sport. In today's episode, uh, we're going to do some streaming options for next week, dig deep on the waiver wire, uh, give some injury updates and matchups and DFS value plays for Friday. But first, uh, let's roll through some of the, the noteworthy performances from Thursday's games. And we'll start with White Sox uh, pitcher Carlos Rodon. Went six innings, gave up two hits, one walk, one earned run, struck out 12 in a 3-1 win against Detroit. Uh, first game of a doubleheader. Now, Rodon, uh, he's just been a different uh, pitcher this year. He has a 0.72 ERA, 0.64 whip, 36 strikeouts in 25 innings. Now, the issue here, or, or the... Uh, credit here uh, is that uh, Rodon's velocity has gone significantly higher. Uh, it's up to 94.9 miles per hour on his average fastball. Uh, two years ago in 2019, it was 91.4 uh, miles per hour. And I think uh, just based on the difference of the results, we have to uh, attribute some of it uh, to an extra three and a half miles per hour. Uh, and then uh, in the second half of the doubleheader, uh, White Sox star Dylan Cease went seven innings, gave up three hits, no walks, no runs, struck out nine in an 11-0 win. Uh, Detroit uh, making pitchers look good uh, on both ends of the doubleheader here for the White Sox. Cease has a 2.96 ERA and a 1.36 whip uh, so far with 10.7 strikeouts per nine. Really the only uh, hang up for him is whether or not uh, he has enough command. Uh, his uh, his walk rate even after uh, that performance of, of no walks over seven innings. Uh, it's still at 4.4 per nine innings, which is a little high. Uh, and that contributes to uh, his whip being higher than, than you might like. Uh, but uh, there, there's obvious potential here uh, with Cease because he can miss bats. Uh, and if he happens to, uh, you know, stay around the plate, uh, he has a chance to put up some good results. Uh, Milwaukee uh, sent Eric Lauer to the mound. Uh, and Lauer went five innings against the Dodgers, gave up four hits, two walks, no runs, uh, and struck out three in a 2-1 win. And, you know, given that Lauer only pitched... Uh, a couple of games last season, well, started two and pitched him four. Uh, he had an ERA over 14 uh, in those games. And so understandable if you didn't have any high expectations for him uh, coming into 2021. Uh, but with injuries in the, in the Milwaukee rotation, Lauer uh, gets an opportunity and certainly made the most of it uh, in his first start against the Dodgers. Uh, Orioles designated hitter Trey Mancini was three for four with a home run, two RBIs and a four, three win against the Yankees. Uh, Mancini's starting to come on a bit. He's got five home runs, a 773 OPS. Um, uh, not, you know, not, not a world beater, not as good as he was, uh, uh, before, uh, missing last season, but, uh, starting to make some progress there. Uh, St. Louis Cardinals starter, uh, Kwang Hyung Kim, uh, went five innings, scattered seven hits, uh, no walks, gave up one earned run and struck out four in a 4-3 win against Philadelphia. Uh, Kim has a 3.29 area and a 1.32 whip, which certainly puts him into the fantasy conversation. But the, the real gain here uh, is that last year in the, in the shortened season, he was at like 5.5 strikeouts per nine innings. Well, now he's at 10.5 uh, strikeouts per nine innings. And yes, these are very small samples, uh, but if he's uh, striking out more than a batter per inning, uh, Kwang Hyung Kim becomes much more valuable. 
as a fantasy pitcher. Uh, Seattle's uh, Yusei Kikuchi went seven innings, gave one hit, two walks, no runs, seven strikeouts, and a one nothing win at Houston. Uh, immediately after I dropped him uh, from my fantasy squad, that's that's really appreciated. <laughs> uh, but I mean, this is kind of what you get with Kikuchi: the highs and lows along the way, uh, and. Overall, in five starts, he has a 4.40 ERA, which isn't good enough, but a 1.14 whip that indicates uh, he's got potential there that uh, when things are on, uh, Kikuchi can give you some good results. Uh, And uh, for the Mariners, Kendall Graveman uh, picked up his third save um, uh, of the season. Uh, Arizona right fielder Jose Rojas uh, went two for four. Uh, with a home run. Now he still only has a 647 OPS overall, uh, but he started out really slowly. So he's been making uh, some upward progress there uh, and could be looking at some more regular playing time uh, due to injuries in the Arizona outfield. Cole Calhoun being the latest one, uh, and that opens up uh, a spot in right field. Now the Diamondbacks also called up Dalton Varsho, uh, the former catcher uh, who has shifted to the outfield and is one of, if not the top prospect in the organization. Uh, Varsho had a pinch hit in his first plate appearance uh, last night, but uh, it will be interesting to see what kind of playing time he gets uh, because he he does have uh, potential. He was probably kind of rushed into the majors last season uh, and and as a result uh, did not put up great numbers. Uh, But uh, if, uh, you know, I I often mention how Dylan Carlson of the Cardinals was kind of in that same boat. He got rushed to the majors last year, didn't put up good numbers, but uh, look at what he's doing this year. He's been pretty productive. Well, maybe Varsho could follow that same path. Uh, Chicago Cubs, uh, second baseman Nico Horner, uh, went two for four, scored a run, drove in a run, uh, even though he was hitting eighth in a 9-3 win at Atlanta. Uh, Horner hitting 360 with a 1.004 OPS in eight games. Uh, that's uh, far better than I think you, you would have reasonably expected. I think part of the reason he, he didn't have a job in Chicago to start uh, was they, they weren't sure whether he, he'd hit enough. Uh, but uh, since getting called up, he has definitely hit enough. Uh, Texas starting pitcher, Kyle Gibson went six innings. You have three hits, three walks, one earned run, struck out four in a 4-1 win against Boston. Gibson had a couple of rough starts off, uh, at the beginning of the year, but boy, he's, uh, he's really rounded into form and, and overall has a 2.16 ERA, 1.14 whip. His strikeout rate isn't great, but, uh, who cares? <laughs> 2.16 ERA, 1.14 whip will play anywhere. Uh, also for Texas, catcher Jose Trevino was two for three, had a home run, uh, his first home run of the season. And now he only has a 630 OPS, so you're getting a, a pretty limited offensive of contribution from Trevino, but he is hitting 265. Uh, and if you need like a, a second catcher or somebody who's filling in that isn't going to kill you on batting average, that 265 average will, will uh, kind of work in Trevino's favor. Uh, one more uh, kind of noteworthy uh, performance from Thursday is Tampa Bay starting pitcher Shane McClanahan. Uh, went four innings, gave up five hits, no walks, two earned runs, struck out five, and 3-2 loss to Oakland. It's his first major league start. Uh, he had four appearances in last year's playoffs uh, for the Rays. Um, and in the minors, uh, he had 26 starts at various levels of A-ball, uh, had 3.17 ERA, 1.18 whip, and 11.8 strikeouts per nine. Like, those are promising numbers. Uh, and, uh, you know, it looks like the Rays are going to give McClanahan an, an opportunity here to, uh, to stick in the major leagues. And so we'll, we'll see uh, whether, you know, th- this is a pretty decent start uh, against Oakland there, even, even in a losing effort. Uh, but we'll see uh, kind of where this leads for McClanahan. But if, uh, you know, you're looking for, upside on, on a pitcher who, who maybe isn't going to eat up a lot of innings, but could give you some quality when he does pitch. Uh, McClanahan will be uh, worth a look. Uh, so coming up next, we'll look at some streaking options for next week, including two-start pitchers. Have you heard about sports trade? 
It's where fantasy sports meets the stock market. This is amazing. Sports trade takes fantasy to the next level. It's like Robinhood for fantasy sports. Their platform allows you to buy and sell shares in your favorite players just like real stocks. A fair and exciting way to cash in on your knowledge of sports. And they just added baseball to the platform. So check it out today. Making money with sports trade is simple as player values. They rise and fall based on two factors. One, statistical performance in each game as compared to their projected fantasy points in that game. The more points they score, the higher their value goes. Two, supply and demand. The more demand a player has, the higher their value goes. When you're ready to buy shares, pick that penny stock in a rookie with huge upside or do you grab that blue chip vet who's always a solid performer? Instantly buy and sell as many shares and as many players as you like, just like the stock market. Then watch your players battle and your portfolio value rise. Simply go to sportstrade.com, watch the How It Works video, and then sign up to get started. Sign up today at sportstrade.com and discover the fun, exciting, and profitable new world of sports trading. This is truly the evolution of fantasy sports. You'll be amazed. Don't sit on the sidelines any longer. Get in the game at sportstrade.com. All right, so let's take a look at a few uh, streaming options uh, for next week uh, in fantasy baseball. We'll start uh, with Boston Red Sox second baseman Kike Hernandez. Uh, helps that their opposition is uh, they have uh, a home set against Detroit, and then they're at Baltimore. Uh, and so favorable opposition. Now, Hernandez is only hitting 230 with a 671 OPS, so we're not uh, you know jumping out there because of how great he's been playing. But he also he scored 16 runs in 25 games, and so uh, that alone... Uh, gives him some fantasy value, and if you're going to go up against uh, weak opposition, which uh, that that that's what's up here for the Red Sox, uh, Kike Hernandez uh, has a chance to maybe exceed his his value to this point in the season. Uh, then a couple guys out of Minnesota, uh, Luis Arias and Jorge Polanco, uh, the infielders. We got Arias who can play second and third, Polanco at second and short. Um, and Arias is he's a super slap hitter. He doesn't uh, offer you much power. He is hitting 284, uh, and uh, Home, home series against Texas and a road series at Detroit. It's a pretty favorable matchup there uh, for Minnesota. And Polanco had a terrible start to the season, um, but in the past dozen games, he's hitting 268 with a 692 OPS. Now that's not great, but it's progress. Uh, he, he was hitting like 113 or something like that uh, before. So uh, he's working his way out of it. Uh, and uh, matchups against Texas and Detroit are not bad. Uh, San Francisco first baseman, Brandon Belt, uh, the really the the play here for the Giants is that they're in Colorado to start the week and uh, then are at home against San Diego, which is not nearly as favorable. Uh, but uh, maybe you get some gains out of the the Colorado uh, trip that uh, make it worthwhile. And Belt, he's only hitting two nineteen, uh, but he does have a seven ninety one OPS, has four home runs, uh, and uh, historically terrorizes right handed pitching. So uh, when he gets that uh, matchup in in Colorado, uh, could be worth a look. At, as for uh, newly acquired Giants outfielder Mike Talkman, uh, he was three for four in his first game uh, for the Giants, and you know, given some injuries uh, in the San Francisco outfield, there may be an opportunity uh, for Talkman to get playing time. And if you get get that opportunity to play in Colorado, uh, he might put up some numbers right away. Now let's take a look at some two-star pitchers. There are actually quite a few uh, worth considering this week. And I seem to recall either last week or the week before, it, it was really slim pickings on, on the, the caliber of pitchers who were up for, for two starts. But uh, this week, not so bad. Uh, and we'll start with Atlanta's Hosker uh, Yanoa, uh, who so far is a 2.96 ERA, 0.92 whip, and 11.2 strikeouts per nine. Now, there have been some fluctuations uh, up and down uh, to get to those uh, numbers. 
but uh, the the good from Yanoa is uh, really impressive. Uh, and he's got starts at Washington and then at home against Philadelphia. Uh, both of those give him a fairly decent chance uh, to continue with his success. Uh, Yankees starter Domingo Herman uh, starts against Houston and Washington. Now, he's been okay so far. He's a 4.05 year and a 1.30 whip uh, in his four starts. I, I don't know that that's uh, amazing, but if you're streaming and, and at the back end of your rotation, you can probably live with that. Uh, St. Louis's Kwang Hyung Kim just uh, mentioned how, how well uh, he was pitching yesterday. Uh, he has a 3.29 ERA, 1.32 whip, 10.5 strikeouts per nine, uh, has home games uh, against the Mets and Colorado. Uh, certainly wouldn't jump on him if he was in Colorado, but he's at home uh, against a Rockies lineup that really isn't that good either. Uh, Texas's Kyle Gibson. Uh, we're catching some pitchers who, who just uh, had strong games last night. Uh, and Gibson's at Minnesota and at home against Seattle. As I said, he has a 2.16 ERA and a 1.14 whip. Like that plays in every fantasy rotation. So uh, may as well ride with Gibson uh, while it's going good. Uh, I don't anticipate that he'll be able to keep it that good uh, over the long haul, but but right now I'd certainly uh, be happy to roll him out. Uh, also in Texas, Dane Dunning, kind of the, the centerpiece of, of the deal that uh, uh, sent Lance Lynn to the White Sox. Uh, Dunning has been entirely respectable. Uh, for Texas, you know, they, they don't necessarily send him too deep into games, uh, but has a 3.97 ERA, which is a little high and a 1.28 whip, 9.5 strikeouts per nine. That kind of puts him on the fringes of fantasy value. Uh, and if you need, you know, to, to stream somebody to get you a couple starts next week, Dunning's not a bad option. Uh, Boston's Nick Pavetta, uh, who has starts against Detroit and Baltimore. Now that that's favorable matchups and Pavetta has been really good so far. 2.81 ERAs, 1.25 whip, 8.8 strikeouts per nine. Uh, and he's not allowing home runs. And, and at some point that's going to catch up to him because he's not, not going to go through the season giving up zero home runs. Uh, but, uh, Pavetta, uh, it, it looks like next week his matchups shouldn't be the ones that, uh, trip him up. Uh, Minnesota's J.A. Happ, uh, now, the strikeout rate is low. He's only striking out 5.1 per nine innings, but 1.96 ERA, 0.83 whip in his first three starts. And so, you know, Hap, Hap was effective in nine starts for the Yankees last season too. Uh, so you, you can kind of take a chance with him. You know you're not going to get a ton of strikeouts, uh, but if the ERA and whip are uh, pretty good, uh, it, it still can work out as a net positive. And he's he's pitching versus Texas and at Detroit, uh, not bad matchups uh, for, for Hap. Uh Pittsburgh's Tyler Anderson has two road stars, so this isn't easy. He's at San Diego and at the Cubs, uh, but Anderson's been, you know, kind of quietly effective, I'd say. 3.38 ERA, 1.24 whip, 8.8 strikeouts per nine. Um, I, I don't, you know, I, I'm not racing to get him. As You know, there are at least half a dozen other options here that you might like better than Tyler Anderson, but if you're if you're digging deep, uh, Tyler Anderson has, has been... Uh, Pretty effective so far for Pittsburgh. Uh, and then, you know what, Shane McClanahan. Uh, we just talked about him making his first start for Tampa Bay last night. Uh, he's got starts scheduled uh, against the Angels and the A's uh, next week. And, you know, maybe he uh, continues uh, this upward trajectory of his career. This episode is brought to you by 1010, a capsule collection of diamond rings that are responsibly sourced, limited edition designs at fair price points. 1010 is an exclusive collection of 10 creative styles of diamond rings, designed by 10 of the most distinctive designers working today. Rings sure to bring joy into her life. Using only diamonds responsibly sourced from Botswana, 10 female design masters have each produced a uniquely beautiful ring. Ideal for engagement, Mother's Day, or simply a beautiful conversation piece, they're the perfect way to bring light into her life. They're available now, through Mother's Day only, on BlueNile.com. Just search the words... 
10 by 10. This collection features high quality, fine jewelry that will surprise and delight, and it's fairly priced, so you can give her something special and truly meaningful. If you're on the hunt for the perfect, unique ring she'll treasure forever, you're definitely going to want to check this out. They won't be around for long, so find them now by searching the words 10 by 10 only at BlueNile.com. Built Bar is a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar, and they have a bunch of great flavors. And you know, my favorites are the peanut butter brownie and salted caramel, uh, but uh, their coconut uh, brownie chunk won their uh, bracket contest in Built Bar Madness. Uh, and so that's extremely popular, but it's also only available for a limited time. So if you're, if you are into the coconut, uh, brownie chunk, go get your order in at builtbar.com before they're gone. Uh, look, the, the bars, not only are they healthy, uh, they are, are low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber. They're also covered in hundred percent chocolate. So it tastes like a, a good snack. And, and for me, uh, I've been using them, uh, after working out at an outdoor boot camp, uh, and it's, you know. I've had some, some measure of success. So, uh, I kind of give some credit here to Built Bar, uh, for being, uh, the protein boost that, uh, my muscles need after I work out. Uh, so go to builtbar.com, use promo code LOCKED15, you'll get 15% off your next order. That's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at builtbar.com. Now, every episode, uh, I'll offer up one player that is rostered in 10% or less, uh, of Yahoo leagues. And maybe it's somebody you need to race to the waiver wire to get to beat the competition, or maybe it's just somebody to kind of put on your radar and be ready to pounce uh, when the opportunity knocks. And this might be a player to just kind of wait and see. Uh, it's Chicago Cubs third baseman, Matt Duffy. He's hitting 286 and he's getting regular at bats. And so that alone is, uh, is interesting. Uh, as a rookie in 2015, he had a dozen home runs, dozen stolen bases while hitting 295. Uh, and at that point, you know, you could see some promise and, and we really haven't reached that level, uh, since. And so, you know, there have been some injuries and, and Duffy has bounced around quite a bit since then. Uh, but overall he's still a 282 career hitter. Uh, and so as a fill in, if you need somebody, uh, kind of in the short term, Matt Duffy, uh, might be worth your, uh, consideration. And you know what? He's rostered in 0% of Yahoo league. So you can take your time <laughs> on making that decision. Uh, now a few injury updates and, uh, we start out with a big one. Uh, Milwaukee's Corbin Burns, uh, is on the 10 day injury list for undisclosed reasons, which <laughs> that's not good. Uh, be, be, I suppose it's better than if they said he needed Tommy John surgery, but undisclosed lets the imagination run wild a little bit. Uh, so, uh, we'll wait and see what the, the, final verdict is on, on why Burns is, uh, on the injured list, but, uh, this is a, a big hit, uh, for Milwaukee because Burns was, uh, one of the top pitchers, uh, in, in the early going this season, he'd been just dominant, uh, Yankees right fielder, Aaron judge day to day with lower body injury, but it does appear that he's supposed to, to play this weekend. I just sort of keep an eye on it because, uh, this is the, the thing that kind of hangs over judge and, uh, Giancarlo Stanton is, you know, there are these massive power hitters. Uh, they're also these massive power hitters who can, uh, um, miss a bunch of time, uh, with injuries and, and they have. So, uh, you know, beware the, the status of Aaron judge, but if he is going to be playing this weekend, you certainly want him in your lineup. Uh, Tampa Bay outfielder Yoshitomo Tsutsugo, uh, has landed on the COVID-19 list. Uh, looks like this is another case of, uh, uh, kind of after effects of, of getting his second shot. 
Detroit starting pitcher Matthew Boyd left Thursday's start after just one inning uh, with tendonitis in his knee. Uh, Boyd had been pitching, you know, quite well early in the season. Now, unsustainably well. He was kind of, he, he's looking at some uh, regression coming, uh, but he, he also might be looking at uh, some time off if the knee is uh, continues to bother him. Uh, Dodgers reliever Bruzdar Gratterall is out indefinitely with forearm tightness, and that, that's Never a great sign for a pitcher. And more importantly here for the Dodgers is that uh, David Price and Corey Knabel are both all out already. Uh, and this kind of thins out the, the late innings here. It's uh, You're running out of setup, man. Uh, White Sox uh, reliever Garrett Crochet uh, is out till mid-May with a back injury. Uh, Cardinals reliever Andrew Miller out till mid-May with a blister. Uh, and a little good news, uh, Blue Jays DH Teoscar Hernandez uh, is getting activated before tonight's game against Atlanta. Uh, now let's take a look at some matchups for Friday on betonline.ag. And we start, uh, Cincinnati Reds, uh, with Wade Miley on the mound, minus 126 against Chicago and Jake Arrieta. Now Arrieta has pitched well, uh, for the Cubs so far, but also unsustainably well. He's, uh, if you look at his fielding independent pitching and expected fielding independent pitching, it's significantly higher than his ERA, uh, and, you know, going, going into Cincinnati, which is very much a hitter's park, uh, this could, could be trouble uh, for Arietta And Miley has also pitched uh, quite well this season, but uh, maybe has slightly more sustainable uh, results. Uh, and so minus 126 as, as home favorites is not bad for Cincinnati. Uh, Texas uh, with Arihara on the mound, plus 138 against Boston, who has Nathan Eovaldi um, going. And, and Eovaldi has, has also... Uh, pitch really well uh, early on this season, but he hasn't given up any home runs. Uh, has a f- few other statistical uh, underlying numbers that are probably unsustainable, uh, as does Arihara. Uh, but uh, getting Texas at home at plus 138, uh, not bad value. Uh, also Seattle with Chris Flexen on the mound, plus 138 against uh, the Angels with Andrew Heaney. Uh, and, you know, Heaney kind of tantalizes, but he also uh, runs pretty hot and cold uh, in that Angels rotation. And Flexen, in his return to uh, the majors, uh, does have a 2.74 ERA. Uh, and now it's very early and, and who knows how long it lasts, but uh, getting him at plus 138 as the underdog, uh, not bad at all. Uh, so thanks to betonline.ag for those odds. Uh, let's take a look at some uh, DFS value plays for Friday. And we'll start with Toronto Blue Jays, uh, Robbie Ray. Uh, he's only $6,600 against Atlanta. Uh, and now Ray control issues are, are going to kind of linger over him probably forever. Uh, and he's over five walks per nine innings uh, early in this season. At the same time, he has a 2.81 ERA and a 1.38 whip. Now the 1.38 whip is obviously driven by uh, a high walk rate, uh, but uh, Ray's been relatively effective. Uh, and so at $6,600, he's a, a real bargain if he uh, can give you a quality start against Atlanta. Uh, Tampa Bay, first base and outfield eligible, Austin Meadows. He's $3,400 uh, against Houston uh, with Lance McCullers uh, on the mound. Now Meadows is only hitting 217, has a 770 OPS, but he's also hitting leadoff. Uh, and so all the more opportunities for him to uh, put up some numbers. Uh, Cubs, second base and shortstop, Nico Horner. He's $3,200 uh, at Cincinnati. Uh, going against Wade Miley, um, but Horner, as I said, has has been really productive since uh, getting called up, uh, and at that price, uh, it's well worth a, a look. Uh, Yankees third baseman Gio Urshela is thirty six hundred dollars uh, going against Detroit. And Tariq Skubal, uh, you know, a, a left handed pitcher in, in Skubal who uh, is prone to give up home runs, uh, and maybe that's uh, enough for Urshela. Uh, to, to take one deep, uh, and at $3,600, he's a uh, pretty reasonable price there. So uh, that'll do it for today. Uh, you can uh, 
check out uh, Locked On Fantasy Hockey uh, as well as we head down the stretch run in that season. Uh, but enjoy the games and get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast. Host Peter Bukowski is going to update you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts.